I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. So one of the things that is so hard for me is that people always think that I know something about them or that I can Google them. And especially when I read a celebrity or someone that they live their life in the public eye, people think that it's so easy for me to quote unquote, find things out. And I mean, I get it, but I I don't do that. And the fact that Susan Sarandon came in here so open and, and almost in a sense vulnerable in a sense of being open to whatever happens that day. Cause most people come in guarded, especially if they live their life in a public eye. And the fact that she came into this session so open and willing to hear whatever was going to be said today, the healing messages that were given were incredible. I most certainly didn't expect all of those souls to channel and to communicate And apparently there was someone famous in the session as well. And Brian, her assistant, as much as he wanted to hear the fact that his grandfather called him out, that he was literally thinking about him at that exact moment was amazing. Spirit never ceases to amaze me. Um, I, I don't think we realize what we want or need to hear or experience. But today was just incredible. The the healing that spirit allowed me to feel after delivering a message was something so powerful and I found very unique. So I am just going to um, start because there is a young male pushing himself forward. So young for me is anyone that has left the physical world before we feel their time. And he snapped his fingers at me, which means that his passing was sudden and or unexpected. Someone just died. Like, I feel, I literally feel like somebody just died right in front of me. I don't know if it's like, um, if it's a, a cousin or a brother that's departed. A brother. 
he died a few years ago, but he died quickly. Because what he did is he walked up to me and just like literally collapsed in front of me. And I grabbed my chest and I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I immediately, immediately left the physical body. I'm going to say this, though. He takes responsibility for his departure. So when a soul takes responsibility for that passing, it doesn't mean that they intentionally take their own life. What it means is that they take responsibility for their actions, non-actions due to health reasons, placing themselves in a situation. So I don't know if he wasn't feeling well prior but he didn't want anyone to feel that we could have prevented his departure because that's what they feel is that I could have done something about my health or about if I only went to the doctor. He was actually swimming to be uh, reauthorized as a lifeguard and had a massive heart attack and um, was only 53. So it wasn't expected. And he's, you know, I'm the oldest of nine and he's way down at the bottom. So nobody wow. saw it coming. And, uh, and it happened, it did happen very quickly. And I guess there are questions about whether or not he could have, he had stopped taking like a statin and, you know, that kind of thing. He made me feel like he was training for like a triathlon. So did he do a lot of different sports or was he very active? He was, um, he had always been very active. I mean, okay. and he did triathlons in the past, but certainly not lately. He was more overweight and, you know, older and whatever, but he was an editor of an outdoor, the outdoor section of the St. Petersburg Times. So he was doing, that's all he did for his job was all kinds of outdoor adventures. There's something about your brother that is, I don't know if you were like a mother to him or a mother figure, but I felt like he showed me my symbol for where someone wants to thank you for those intimate conversations of where like I could come to you with anything and there was not nothing that I couldn't share with you or like you never judged me or would never be like, you shouldn't do that. Why are you doing that? You always, even if you didn't agree with my choices and decisions, you always supported me. And he says, and I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for always being that constant and always there for us. I believe you were on an episode of Who Do You Think You Are? Is that correct? Right. Your dad stepped forward. Did you do something where, where he was from or the country he was from? Did you do something in honor or in memory of the family there? Yeah, I did a, um, a show before. Uh, the English version of Who Do You Think You Are before I did Who Do You Think You Are to Find My Grandmother, I did his to find out about his family and so to find out if I was Welsh. So we traveled all around uh, to try to figure that out. What they showed me was when someone passes and they're from another country, when we go back, we, we revisit. So what they did is they they showed me um, like how if you went back to the hometown and put like a stone down or did something in memory of them. When I went, this wouldn't concern my dad, but when I, after my brother passed, uh, I took his children to Africa, uh, which was a trip that they were supposed to go on. And they brought with them some of the mementos that he had. They didn't want to bring his ashes because they were afraid they might be confiscated or something so they brought shells and stones and things and put them around so that might have been it that's perfect because it, it's, it was my symbol for where we go back to the homeland and we leave something or do something in honor or in memory or where we came from so know that your brother is validating that his soul went with you but your brother tells me that you sense and feel his soul 
Yeah. Do you yeah, say, because he literally just said to me, he goes, oh, she can feel me. She knows. Yeah. <laughs> and usually people have a hard time feeling that or people don't know that or they they second guess it. He goes, no, she knows it's me. She can feel me. <laughs> so if you go back to pictures and you look and you notice like blurbs and orbs or things in a picture that are like, that's weird. What is that? Know that that is your brother's soul. Thank you. I'm going to say this. Your brother still defends. He's like, Teresa. I was in good shape. Don't listen to them. <laughs> like, I feel like he's defending everything. He's like, look at me. Look how strong I am. Look how good I am. So I don't know if that's what he's saying. Like, this is how I want everyone to remember me. I don't want you to remember me struggling. or not. And I even feel like he's making me feel like when you spoke to him that day, like there were no indications that he wasn't feeling well or most certainly was having any heart issues. No, I mean that, you know, that runs in my family, but um, no, he hadn't really who passed from the drug overdose who's in the room with you brian okay my assistant brian has someone i have no control over what happens what doesn't happen during someone's reading once i start i open that door the souls that speak are the souls where we feel they need to deliver healing messages. It wasn't drugs, it was alcohol. They're taking responsibility for taking something that causes their departure. This is important because this gentleman says, I struggled because he showed me my ups and downs. So when spirit shows me the ups and downs and then they show me the top of the mountain, it becomes my symbol for where they really, really tried. But it's almost like... I fall off at this one time and nobody really knew how bad I was. That's why mm -hmm. I need to take responsibility. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So sorry for keeping you at a safe distance or even more of a fact of um, not telling you everything. Does that make sense? To, well, he was my uncle. So in terms of my cousins and my aunt, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, we all knew about his alcoholism, but. Yeah, but but not but not as bad as it no. was. Yeah, I right. don't think there are many people that die from alcoholism. Oh, they might end from passing from cirrhosis to the liver or other things like that. But in this fact, correct? Mm -hmm. of, yeah, it was. So sorry for keeping things from that, and that that might be the way they feel. You might not even be aware of how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Does that, you know what I mean? So yeah. knowing that he's taking responsibility for that and saying that he's sorry for, I'm going to say that disappointment that he left them with. Mm. Did you release something in memory or in honor of your brother? They started a fund in his name in Florida. He was in Florida and his wife did a fund, a scholarship thing. And we did that. Now, how do you connect, how do you connect with gardenias? You know, there was a period in my youth <laughs> where um, I would always, where I really gravitated towards gardenias for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, your mom departed as well. Yes. Okay. And your grandmother, they come forward and they show me generation jewelry. Well, when she passed, we, you know, she had divvied up some things and we went through and, and yeah, there, everybody got a little something, but it's more of something that has no monetary value. That would be easy. I think everything didn't have any <laughs> <laughs> There has to be something where someone passed from something of the brain or a tragedy to the brain, Alzheimer's or a dementia, or not being able to communicate in the end. My mom uh, had a lot of those things. 
not uh, either dementia or Alzheimer. I mean, she could recognize us and we were with her at the end. She lived to be almost 98. So she, oh, God bless her. she was, uh, you know, a little foggy, but um, it definitely had to do with dementia. She actually showed me, um, she goes, I had, she's very polite, by the way. She's very sweet. And um, I like spirit to show that personality because, again, it really validates them. And especially if they were ill in the end, they weren't the same validating that, that the moment the soul leaves the physical body, their souls are completely healed. She says, I had the most beautiful passing. She, and I, I said to her, I go, really? She goes, yes. She says, you know, I was ready. She says, I didn't want to die. She says, and I really kind of thought I was going to live forever. She says, but it was, <laughs> it, it was time for me to go. And I almost feel like, I don't think I've ever had this, where a soul made me feel like they welcomed death with open arms. Oh, that's beautiful. beautiful. I, I've never had that before. She literally showed me, I'm laying in a bed, and I felt like, I was just open to, I don't know, if the, like receiving God and going to heaven. Mm. And I can, I can, it, it literally is beautiful. I, I've yeah. never, I've never felt that before. And I, I can hear everyone like singing and laughing and dancing. So I don't know if there was all of that going on when everyone was visiting her. I can feel everyone holding my hand. I can hear people saying goodbye to me. Exactly. We were all around. A lot of us were around, not everyone. But, and uh, yeah, we stuck it out for the last two weeks pretty intensely. And uh, we were holding her and stroking her. And, yeah. She says, who was trying to fix my hair? I feel like, wait, <laughs> this is hilarious. She literally showed me like someone like sitting by her bedside, fixing her hair, like kissing her cheek. And then like, say like someone else would come in and be like, what's what mom's hair? And then would try to fix it again. <laughs> So I don't know if that was constantly happening or if that's what they were doing or someone would kind of like, what happened to mom's hair? Um, but knowing everything that was going on, nothing was left unsaid. She says, I want to thank you for releasing my soul, for telling me that it was okay, that I could leave. We, did you ask her if she was seeing other people? Or she, she would talk see. about like people that had passed? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh I think that she did, I mean, she was, uh, toward the end that she was on some painkiller. So there was also that, but, um, yeah, but she had me read. I saw dad. She saw, uh, she saw all of the souls that had gone before her. Cause she showed me my symbol for spirit wants me to say, I was not crazy. That was real. They were coming for me. And there is something about your mom. The strength of her is absolutely incredible. Well, she certainly had a lot of kids with no help. So you had to be oh. pretty strong to have nine kids. And she lost a few also in addition to the nine. And Do you connect with uh, sunflowers or yellow roses or yellow flowers? I think she connected with yellow roses okay. was there someone that didn't make it and then someone that made it like in the towards the end well mary there were three of us who were there round the clock and one of my sisters went out grocery shopping 
as she passed and she ran to get back in and just missed the actual moment of departure. She would not have been able to handle that. She would not have been able to watch my, as peaceful as my passing was, because she showed me, she had me watch her breath three times. And I feel like on the third breath, I could literally feel her soul leave the physical body and move through mine. So whatever you felt when your mom passed, know that that was her soul. She says some people would not have been able to handle that. Well, I had two sisters that did not come at the end because they felt they couldn't handle it at all. And, uh, but the other one that just was late had been there. It was her house that my mom passed in that we moved her into her living room so we could all be there. Because she said to me, she specifically said to me before we talked about this, someone, someone missed it and someone wasn't there. So this has, we cannot hold on to that emotion that I never should have went to the grocery store or the other sister. People, it is hard. If you were there watching your mom take her last breath, that is very difficult. That is not something that is easy for someone to then live with. Some people might not be able to heal after that because that's all they remember. I felt it was healing to be there actually. Some people don't. I felt that it was very much of a privilege, even though I'd never been there for anyone at that moment before. I felt that it was a gift, really. But some people can't heal after that. Mm. Some people, it it's not that they're able to move on from that final moment. It's different when someone is very spiritual, when they're very connected and they know that this is the time for the soul to leave. And as much as we think that we might and we should have been there. We never look at that other side of the coin. Right. So know that for, I think this is for more for your sister who left and missed it, that your mom says, I don't want her to feel that she should have been there. She just made me feel a head on my shoulder here on my chest. That's my symbol for where someone actually either laid with their loved one after they died and more importantly, that nothing was left unsaid. Beautiful. Not everyone right. has that opportunity. I didn't have that opportunity to sit with my loved ones after they died. So I say that because I don't want her to feel that, oh, that's something common. That's what people do. It's not. And I think it is hard to hear when we're not supposed to be at someone's departure, especially if we were the primary caretaker, right? Yeah. And we don't know how that would have affected us if we actually watched them take their last breath. Did your mom always like a particular color lipstick? Well, she was certainly much better than I am about keep putting lipstick on and keeping herself pulled together. And she did have kind of more on the coral. She was redhead in the past and she had kind of a coral look to her lips. Yeah. I don't know Well, she just came forward. She was all dressed and I could just see her like her lips, uh, like her lipstick stood out to me. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, did you like lipstick? <laughs> but she was all she was all. And it's almost like this is how to remember me. And I'm going to say this. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who this is. Hmm. There's this young male. I mean, um, I've known two actors that have passed way too early, but violently. So yeah. Okay. So I kept feeling that there was something that needed to happen. I can't explain. It's just a feeling in my soul. I don't even know who these people are. I don't even feel the connection, but I, I 
I felt that it had to do with career. And I asked spirit to go back. And if there's anything that needed to be said that we didn't connect with at the time, please bring it up again. So I am going to go to the blood one first. So the tragedy where there was a lot of blood or tragedy, whether if they're internal, external, whatever they may be. Um, it's, it validates that the soul is at peace because I don't know when spirit says to me, let the justice be that my soul is at peace. It becomes my symbol for where we feel no one or nothing was held accountable for that passing. Does that make sense? Not that somebody was murdered, but in a sense of that, let's hypothetically say there's a car accident. And something happens where someone is really responsible. Like, what else happened here? And all I know is that this person died. Well, he was killed because of a malfunction of a car. Okay. Uh, but not in a car accident per se. That's but, okay. Uh, so yeah. I believe, Brian, I don't know if you remember this, but before I said that, I kept saying something about something fast. Something about something fast? Yeah, being something fast. So whatever that is, um, the the car like so somebody should have been held accountable for that correct Mm. and nobody was the company yeah because they had recalled it but not clearly enough and then it released the brake and came down a hill and hit him so know that this is his way of validating that even though we feel justice wasn't served whatever that is know that my soul is safe and at peace i use the term god it's just my Whatever someone's interpretation of the other side is, that's for them to determine and whether if it's even for his family. So I don't know if you're still in contact with them or you have contact with them. If the uh, Only if the opportunity presents itself, please let them know that he took this opportunity to step forward and to validate that his soul is at peace. I think that he, my daughter feels that he has um, appeared to her a couple of times uh, in the form of a white deer that's mm-hmm. come to her yard a number of times which is an albino deer which is quite unusual yeah and she is convinced that it's this guy who she worked with also so uh when she was a kid so well tell her and i'm going to say this um that i didn't suffer to my death as well so i don't know if we feel if we got to him sooner or if something else happened that he would still be here because he says even if because what he's showing this is my symbol like if someone gets um propelled or ejected from something and they end up in a ditch and they can't find them it becomes my symbol for that even if they found me sooner i still wouldn't have survived so the same thing for him so whether if he was trapped or something else happened whatever happened even if they got to him sooner he would not have been able to survive this tragedy he was pinned and alone and they didn't find him until, you know, many hours later. So there is that feeling of if only someone had been there, you know, that could have called emergency or whatever. But uh, so it was a very uh, upsetting story for, you know, his family and for his friends, for sure. So when spirit hits me in the back of the head, that's my symbol for like a soul disconnection of where they don't suffer to their death. So it's sometimes someone might not be able to heal because 
this is all they go over is what was it like for them? They must have been suffering. Were they calling for us? So this might be a first step. Healing and grieving are completely two different things. We grieve the loss of our loved ones for the rest of our life, but the healing process is something completely different. Right, right. So know that his soul is at peace and not wanting us to carry that burden. Okay. Then we do have the other mixing of the medications. Is that correct? The other person I know that passed was a drug overdose. Okay. Drug overdose. And was there more than one? Because I'm back to this again. When spirit shows me a white pill. Oh, well, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, I think my sister's husband died of an overdose that might have been a mixture of liquor and, and pills. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to leave because I don't need to I don't need to know who I don't need to know details. The souls are stepping forward. I'm going to say this. There are four souls that step forward <laughs> that passed in a way of this. Uh-huh. And there is also a suicide beside your brother-in-law, an intentional suicide. Ah, I do have a friend who killed himself. And I'm sharing this with you. Susan, because I, I only channel souls that walk in God's white light. I have seen souls that I can see them. I can't feel anything from them. I can't get information from them because their soul is at a lower level. I can't lower my vibration that low to communicate with them. It just means that the soul is still learning lessons. Okay. When a soul dies in a way that we feel or the family might feel that they're not at peace because of the way that they died doesn't mean that their soul doesn't find a place with God. And I don't know, I heard, so I don't know if this is for you or for someone else that is connected to this person. They showed me the missed phone call. And then they showed me, um, my symbol for not wanting us to feel that if only I did this, they wouldn't have died. Or I should have said this differently, or maybe I should have said it this way. They 100% take full responsibility for their actions and not wanting us to feel that we weren't there for them, that we didn't do what we should have as far as a friend or family member. I did not accept help. Never said that to someone before, that I did not accept help. And it's important so the family can heal. I keep seeing a releasing of lanterns, balloons. So I don't know whomever did this um, or thought about it. I don't care if they did it years ago when someone first departed, if somebody was thinking about doing it or wanting to do it, know that the soul wants to thank us for doing that in honor and in, in, and in memory of them. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Brian, you talking to your dead people over there? <laughs> yes. <'Cause, laughs> stop doing it. You're fucking up Susan's reading. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> excuse That's my creepy. french there's a folder over here that my mom gave me and i literally was just touching it when you okay. said that so th- what i just loved in this moment brian is that it validates because one of my biggest thing for people is that i always want people to know that they have their own connection with their departed loved ones as a medium i can just validate that what we sense and what we feel is real and it truly is us connecting mm-hmm. with their souls And that bond hasn't been broken and never will be broken. So the fact that you were thinking, looking through these papers or whatever it is that you're looking through, I couldn't see what you were doing, validating that spirit is with you, that they know that they hear you because I can feel the energies trying to come through and, and communicate with me. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying. I don't. I I told Susan, and when I when I asked you if you had a minute after this, I really didn't want to like intrude. You know, this is. I don't have. It's not up to me. It it, honestly, it is not up to me. And I have to say, Susan is a very unique person because I don't think that there are many people that would be so inviting to allow so many souls just to come forward. Like this is an open forum. I could feel that there would be, you know, whoever wanted had the need to come forward I was inviting because I didn't have a need to necessarily hear but I just had a feeling that this was a great opportunity for anybody that really wanted to communicate through me with anybody else so I'm totally game for whoever comes forward. and how how beautiful is that to get something validated for your daughter for so many other people where the where souls have left the physical world in a in a tragic way mm, yeah, or, to validate that. So I'm going to ask you, Brian, there are several males that step forward that are departed. 
<clears throat> did somebody pass them something in the throat? Oh, they weren't able to communicate in the end because my my throat was just completely restricted. Well, I wasn't around when my grandfather uh, died at the very end. I would have to ask my mom if he uh, wasn't able to talk at the end. Okay. So remember when I asked you earlier about the dad earlier, I said, did your uh -huh. dad, okay. You have to understand for me, dad could be grandfather, uncle, but they had to have had that bond of a father. Do you, yeah. you understand that? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was like, he was my father practically. Okay. So know that when I said that earlier, know that that was him and specifically asked about you know that that was his soul coming forward. Did you save something of his that has no monetary value? He showed me a wallet and a, like an ID card or like a driver's license or something. Yeah. Yeah. I have two of those things. I brought one of them today, actually. Okay. Did he serve our country or because he saluted? Yes. Okay, so he saluted yes. you, and he also wants to thank you for the amazing and beautiful tribute that you gave him. Um, Did you write something about him and or for him? Um, that I did that for my grandmother. Okay. Um, for him, um, he wrote a lot of his own stuff, which is I've been reading on the train this morning about his life and. Um, my mom hadn't, I, I didn't even know it existed. So I've been reading about all his military stuff and everything this morning. So you but have I, the military I, stuff with you. Yeah. I, all, oh, the, all okay. his writing I have, mm -hmm. and okay. we have like some of his medals and. So know that he wants to thank you for that. Great. Mm, there's more to that though. Um, does someone know like a Robin or a Rob, a Robin or Robert or. I knew a Robin. That's departed. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm having a lot of difficulty breathing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He, he, he died. Um, I feel like I'm, I don't know if I suffocated or. Yeah. Okay. So know that he steps forward. Very funny. Um, he's making these weird noises. I don't know what they are. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> So I don't know if he would make like funny noises or like, I almost feel like a computer. So I don't know, like if he would make funny noises or do funny things uh, again, just showing a personality. I almost feel like I'm suffocating or something. <clears throat> um, do they have children? Yeah. Okay. Daughter. Yes. Please send my love to my daughter. I am so incredibly proud of her and how she has handled my death. Yeah. I feel it's so, it's so hard for her. So, so hard for her. But yet she carries herself with this dignity and, and like she understands and she knows that my soul is in a better place. Um, and I just have to thank her for that. Uh, and I want her to know how proud I am of her for that. Right. I mean, uh, he has two sons also, but and one daughter. Well, did, did you just see her, the daughter or talk to her no. or something? No. But look who just called. Oh, oh my God. His, uh, the mother just called me and I missed the call because I was talking to you. His wife just called. His ex-wife just called. Are you kidding me? No, I just looked. <laughs> right, I just picked up my phone and said missed FaceTime. <laughs> well, I went to FaceTime, no less. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'll wait till I tell her. All right. Now I'm freaking. You know, Susan, it's really not nice to freak out the medium. I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, if. I'm a hot box of connections here. 
Amazing. So, Brian, um, I was asking your grandfather a couple of things because I said I had my symbol, you know, I have a symbol for letters and, you know, things like that and notes and stuff like that. He then mm -hmm. showed me the podium again. So I am going to say this to you. When Spirit shows me a yellow piece of paper and they write my hero on the top of it, it's my symbol for that they want to thank us for the amazing and beautiful tribute. Okay. So you said you did that for your grandmother? Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. Can I say this with no disrespect? I feel like you're more at peace with her death than your grandfather's. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I said to him, I said, why did you make me feel that way? And I can feel her soul in the background. And he said, he, he deserves the gift of healing from hearing from me. So no, and I'm going to say as he keeps saluting you. So no, he's very proud of you, the man that mm. you've become. And knowing, and I'm going to say nothing was left unsaid because he held my hand and whispered in my ear. So know that anything that you said to him in your own personal thoughts and or prayers, know that he is heard. Do you connect with change or do you ever hear like, or did he always like jingle coins or something? Or did he collect uh. coins? Yeah, well, yeah, I collected coins with my grandmother, and he always had change, I felt like, in his pocket in this little coin holder thing. Okay. Validating that the souls are together. More importantly, that he could never be disappointed in you. Mm. And so he. this is interesting. He showed me my symbol for, this is usually when a parent passes and they say this to a child, um, that they say, oh, I didn't, um, if I knew that you were going to die or you were that sick, I would have spent more time with you or I would have went and visited you more or I would have done this. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know he was sick, that sick until like it was pancreatic cancer. So it was pretty quick at the end. And I live in New York and he was in LA. He, he showed me East Coast, West Coast. Uh for the separation. So know that he says it's it's a form of him taking a responsibility for that, not wanting you to be left with that burden or responsibility of feeling, oh, my God, I should have visited him or I should have done that. Absolutely not. Right. I feel like I look at you and I feel like I'm looking at your grandfather. I mean, I'm like him in so many other ways. Perfect. That that's yeah. you have to understand. The eyes is the gateway to when I say someone looks like someone. It's not. So it could be the physical appearance, but most of the time, when I look at someone, I'm not looking at their physical being. I'm looking at their soul. I feel their yeah. soul. So it's whatever that is. Your grandfather made me feel like you were his namesake. You are mm. him. So whatever mm. that is. Mm -hmm. values, traditions, the core of who you are, whatever it is, know that he wants to thank you for that. Cashews. I love cashews. Show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Not show. He didn't like show tunes. I love show tunes, but yeah, cashews. <laughs> he ate them like crazy and I eat them all the time, but a lot of other things too. So I have to ask you, the gentleman that we, I was just chatting before, Susan, yeah. he tells me he was famous. I go, oh, you were famous? Was he famous? Yeah. He goes, I cannot believe you don't know who I am. I go, I don't need to know who you are. He goes, I'm famous. I go, oh, you were famous? I go, okay. <laughs> and he goes, you used to watch me. So I have no idea who it is. I don't need to know. Um, but um, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's getting, a, he is getting the biggest kick out of that. I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he won't spoil it if he's making him happy. But I, I, I think, I think he's just having, um, he's like having fun with me, like, and he's enjoying it. Well, and I feel like, 
I'm going to be on the phone with his ex-wife if he has any messages for her. Uh, I heard I'm sorry. Uh, My true love. My true love. He he is so sensitive. I don't know if people saw that side of him. He's just this soul that... Oh, he goes, can you tell my wife I'm not sad anymore? Oh. I'm not sad. She did make me happy. But it wasn't... But then he's like this. He's like, but Teresa, you'll understand this. People can't make us happy. We're responsible for that. I, I struggled with that time and time again. And I know I need her to know that I know how much she loved me and she did make me happy. It was not her job. It was mine. And then he showed me the soaring Eagle. So know that that's validating that the soul is free. I don't even know how to explain it. So you're going to know this because you would know his personality and who he was. Like, I feel like someone could love life so much, love everything in life, love opportunities, so grateful and so like down to earth, but yet so sad inside. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that could be a number of people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I, he definitely was connected to my family, to my kids when they were little. I am still freaking they out that his ex-wife called. called. Like, I, yeah. like, I, I can't even, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait till I call her back. She'll really oh, my God. Maybe back. she'll be my next guest. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, fat chance. <laughs> he says, fat chance. Fat chance. <laughs> <laughs> And I, he just goes, he goes, I love that I could still make you laugh. So Aww. he must have been such full of life. Brian, for your souls that they're at peace, that they watch over, guide you. Um, and I'm going to say this very grateful that you now have these letters. Because I feel like you're going to have a very, uh, an even better understanding of your grandfather. Mm-hmm. of who Definitely. really, who he really was. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, so I don't know if this is what happened to you. He has me on the, wherever you are on the train or in the car, reading the letters. And it's almost like, I feel like you are visualizing what it was like for him. Like as you're reading the letter, mm. it's almost like the movie's mm. playing in your head. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. He, yeah, he was, uh, there was a part about how he was on a transport ship and ho- going to Hawaii in 1944. He said, I chose the top bunk ju- just uh, just in case anyone got sick. Cause you know, <laughs> if anyone got sick, he didn't want to get puked on. So I was picturing and he was talking about the seasickness and. But how amazing is that? How would I know that you were visualizing what that was? It validates yeah. that the soul was with you at that exact moment. Yeah. He was my guy. Very proud of you. Very, very Thank extremely you. proud of you. And not veering from your gut, your instinct, who you are and who you need to be and who you want Mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. Did he pass prior to a wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Prior to my wedding. Okay. So know that he attended your wedding in spirit. And I don't know. Did you carry something of him that day? Yes. And can you Uh, connect with like cufflinks or something? Uh. Yes. Who's who's doing who's adopting or something about an adoption? I saw adoption. So whatever that is. Listen, what I actually like when someone can't connect with something, because then when it comes up later on, it's like, oh, my God, how did that 
Yeah, I'm writing it all down. Yeah. So it could be a discussion if you have uh, with someone or someone just starts talking. It validates that his soul is present with you at that exact moment. Great. Well, this was truly an honor. Thank you so much. This is now I have to get on my phone with all my siblings and the ex-wife and everybody and pass on all these messages. A lot of people came forward. And the thing that I love is how you came with no expectations, but the amount of healing that took (laughs) place is absolutely incredible because not everyone comes so open. And um, I could actually become emotional from that because that means the world to me, that you came so open and not so guarded and it just well i couldn't have asked for i can't think of anybody else that i would have left to hear from except maybe my dad but um my mom everybody came, all these other people came through but especially i think it's great for those people who who still have an open circle of healing that needs to be closed because yeah. of regret or shame so i'm happy to be the messenger for those people and to be able to give that is absolutely life changing Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My name is Susan Sarandon. I'm a born New Yorker. I went into it without any preconceived notion of who who I needed to speak to, although I have close relatives that had passed recently, so I thought maybe that would happen. I felt like I was receiving a lot of things that would have been very comforting to my siblings and friends. That was really great because some things that I, you know, things that I didn't know were confirmed by my siblings or people that I knew. I was really happy to have the experience. We were talking about someone and then that person was coming through and at that point his ex tried to FaceTime me. That was one of the things that gave her shivers. So the coincidence of that, because I don't talk to her that often, she's in San Francisco. I mean, she's a very dear friend and I do talk to her, but the coincidence of that was pretty interesting. Well, it was more the things that I didn't know that later were confirmed. How could she know and I didn't know? For instance, um, when my mother passed, I was with her and two of my sisters, we had been with her for a while before she passed. And one of my sisters who was very, very close to her and 
primary caregiver left to get some groceries and was devastated when we texted her to hurry back and she had missed the exact moment of my mother passing. And Teresa then said, you know, tell her not to feel bad, that uh, she couldn't leave when she was there and that she had climbed into bed with her, which I didn't realize. I didn't really clock that, you know, that she, my sister had in fact, when she got back, climbed into bed with my mom and held her uh, the moments after her passing. She also said, you know, I see yellow roses and sunflowers. And I said, well, she loved roses, but I don't know about sunflowers. And then my sister said, no, she had a particular memory about sunflowers, which I hadn't been aware of. So it was more things that I found out later. And then there was a young actor friend of mine who had died in a car accident and there had been a lot of blood but she had mentioned something about not pursuing i don't even know if she mentioned legal but to let it go that there had been some culpability somehow was how i remember it and she said just to let that go and people had been very upset because they felt that if they had found him sooner he would have lived and he said no that wasn't true so that particular take on that accident was very, very particular. The only thing was I wondered if I should have asked more questions of them when they were coming through. I felt like I was a vessel for them to communicate to whoever needed to hear something. And that that really happened, that there were a lot of opportunities for people to let go of something or be reassured of something, that the purpose of sitting there was healing and about moving forward after someone passed and reassuring people that they were now at peace and reassuring people that they had been loved and reassuring people that they had done everything they could have. So any kind of things that were left open and unresolved in any way, I felt that had been the focus really, that I was some kind of a conduit really for that. My siblings were surprised that my father didn't come through. You know, but he he had passed a while ago. Maybe he's back on Earth somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's, he's shown up in one of the many grandchildren that he has because I'm the oldest of nine and there are about 40 cousins. So maybe he's already back there. I don't know. It's reassuring to know that the energy still exists when people pass. However, that, you know, that energy can't be destroyed and that there is some kind of energy when people are no longer held in a physical form. I was happy to know that my brother-in-law, who'd had a very troubled life and had taken his own life, seemed to have some kind of awareness of and apologized for not being the father he could have been and seemed to be learning watching his children's life. I mean, I just found it remarkable that she, I think it's, it's very generous of her to dedicate her life to helping people accept you know what is a natural phenomenon and i've always seen and believed in things that maybe aren't normalized in this culture and are normalized in other cultures i think we should keep people who have passed very close to us still and learn from them and welcome them and their energy you know so i was very open to all of that and i'm i'm i was really grateful to her for for taking the time to bring some solace to the people that I love and to confirm for them how important they were in these people's lives and to encourage them to let go of anything that's standing in the way of a, of a really free flow of, of energy now. I think that's a real gift. 
I felt a release of so much bottled energy that so many people had that needed to hear something. And I was just really blessed to be able to have this experience, to be able to pass those messages on so that some of those, the dam could burst and, and people could love and, and move on and not forget, but forgive any hurts or any judgments they had about their own behavior or wishing that they could have done something more, wishing they could have been somewhere, wishing that it had unfolded in another way. It's very, you know, it's very healing to be able to be told that, that you know, everything was fine. Everybody's learned and that people have are happy and they've moved on and they care still and and they're watching and you know however you want to look at that i'm really really happy that i was able to do that brian gibbs i'm from la and the new jersey well i was trying to stay out of it because it was susan's reading but Teresa ended up picking up on my grandfather at a certain point and you know she kind of invited me in and susan was so gracious to uh, offer to you know share her spirits with my spirit so i was really surprised and happy that he came through for me my husband was asking me how the reading went i said even more than the messages that came through was the timing of certain things like susan mentioned uh one of her friends came through while that friend's ex-wife called and then for me i had brought a folder of my grandfather's writing about his personal life with me and was here on the couch and i wasn't even in the frame because teresa and susan were on video and i reached over and touched the folder and within seconds after that teresa brought up my grandfather it was kind of more of that coincidental timing which to me is more than a coincidence that was really surprising i wasn't expecting that there was something about how i think she said i forget if she said either my grandmother came through and said this or my grandfather said it but teresa saw my grandmother either way and said that his death was harder on me than her death and that was completely true mostly because she had dementia alzheimer's and she had been deteriorating for years so there was time to kind of come to terms with that whereas my grandfather was still pretty sharp in the head and you know physically he was in a wheelchair but he was there in the head and then had pancreatic cancer and went pretty quickly so there was less time and i was i was in new york and he was in la so that was absolutely true and i don't think i felt guilty about it before and i don't think there was a way that she could have known that she asked me if i was his namesake and i said no but she and then she explained like how she sees people when she looks into people's eyes you know at a soul level or a different level and said that you take after him like you are a, an extension of him and and that is absolutely true because my dad wasn't around when i was a kid and so like most of the things i learned and things i love doing today are because of him like he you know he was my dad practically so i loved that that came through and you know i, I don't think she could have known that either and she mentioned something about adoption and my husband and i are not interested at the moment in having kids or adopting kids so that didn't really resonate with me but i had completely forgotten that there was a big adoption thing in my family which is my aunt has just reunited with her son who she had when she was very young and had put up for adoption and she only in the last year reconnected with him. Part of me was thinking that that was the connection. I mean, I, I can't even believe I didn't think about it, but you, when you're talking with Teresa, you get so focused and it's hard to like remember things because you're trying to think fast. So afterwards I was like, I, I wonder if that 
that was it. I felt kind of bewildered <laughs> in a good way. Like I said, it was a lot and I was trying to take notes so quickly just to try to remember everything. I was really happy because even though I tried to not go in with expectations, I really did want specifically my grandfather or grandmother or both to come through. And so I was really happy that that he seemed to. But mostly just like bewilderment is a good word. Just there was so much information so quickly and uh, just trying to sort it all out in your head and make connections afterwards. It was really nice. It was a, it was what I hoped it would be. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.